0: Good morning, afternoon, evening. It is episode six of Props and Drops with me, Gary Vinerchuk, and Matt Kalish with Herm interstitialed into the show. Episode six makes me think of Mark Sanchez. Big shout out to Mark. Back-to-back AFC Championship Games feels like a long time ago for us Jet fans. Kalish, how are you?
1: Doing well. Right after Labor Day, starting to hit everything, you know, really extra hard, Week one's in the books, almost. Monday Night Football coming up tonight. So a little bit of everything going on right now, really.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the NFT world. A lot of stuff going on in the NFL world. So it should be a really good episode. I've definitely got feelings. I'm, I'm fully garbed out here in my Marcus May Jets jersey and my Jets hat. I find it important to rock your team's colors the days after a loss when most people go the other way. But I'm very much ready to talk All things NFL, all things college football, anything else we want to touch, and definitely what's been going on in the NFT land. Thoughts from you, Herm? I got nothing. Good. It's pretty. Let's do it.
1: I had a weird decision yesterday, which was: do I watch Sunday Week One NFL or go to the U.S. Open? Took the you know last time I think episode yeah episode four we talked, and you know I I took away it's a must go if you can go to the U.S. Open men's final. So I grabbed tickets. a massive
0: history. You have Joker going for the Grand Slam, which is just absurd.
1: Yeah. The energy was really impeccable. It was, you know, buzzing. Everything was really, really top. uh, Uh, Yeah. It was set up to be an
0: iconic sports moment. Unfortunately, the icon, the goat, kind of just ran out of steam. And it was a Medved's moment and time. And it was fast. Because yeah. unfortunately, I'm a very big Joker fan. I, I got yeah. hit up quite a bit. I was in his box. We're very friendly. I was in his box for the quarterfinals.
2: Were you in his box?
0: I was in his box for the quarterfinals. And um, I was very much rooting for him. Unfortunately for me, the Jets had just lost 1914 to a very bad Panthers team. Let me just put that into the ethos right now. They're not going to be good this year. Um, and, uh, and so I was pretty bummed and like had very little energy for that match.
1: Yeah. Well, Medvedev, we were laying plus 200, plus 205. Some of my friends were saying there's a little value there, but all that's going to happen is you bet to get the little value and lose anyway. So why bother? But he looked good. He looked, he was, I was calling dominant. him Robotron 3000 during the match. <laughs> he was very automatic. Everything was clean, sharp, like very patient.
0: He's a great player. Yeah. It was his time. You see this a lot in tennis when the youngster's ready, they, uh, this has happened a lot in the history of tennis. Sampras went through this with a, a loss. Like you just, you, you feel, you know, McEnroe to Lendl at the U.S. Open. You always, you, you definitely have these moments. And now, what, you know, was Verev and, you know, FAA, and there's just a lot of young, great young talent on the men's side uh, that makes you ask the question, you know, the big three, what are they going to be able to do over these next three to five years Federer way up there in age in the scheme of things. Uh Nadal coming off injury and 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 Joker ran out of gas. Here. It's, it's tough to say. You you gotta feel that Joker's gonna get several more given that he's younger of the three and he won three of the four majors this year. So it's not like but it was a it was really nice for me as somebody who really is fond of Novak for him to show some vulnerability when he was crying under the towel, which I think really endeared himself to a tennis audience that I think has been unfairly not in love with him because of their incredibly fairly admiration for Nadal and Federer and so secretly on a personal level even though I was disappointed he lost I was happy that people got to see that part of him a little bit because I think it's makes him more uh human to some
1: Yeah, you could see he's a real human, like the racket smash in the second set. I think
0: he's the most human of the bunch, to be frank. I think he's incredibly transparent. And like, I love people with chips on their shoulders, and I think he plays that way. And so, yeah, that was disappointing. What was your biggest takeaway from NFL week one?
1: Well, lots of takeaways from week one. First, Thursday night game, Dak is back for sure. I didn't know what to expect, really. So Brady, Dak, great matchup, much more competitive than I thought. Dallas is one of those teams every year I kind of look at them like high expectations and they don't really quite meet the expectation of their fans. But that was a hell of a game. Dak like almost won that game.
0: Yeah. I mean, CeeDee Lamb's a player, you know, I think they've got a lot of firepower.
1: And people were talking about they didn't even use Zeke that much. He was like a, a lesser role in the game. And what was going on with that? So the, offensive have that,
0: the offensive line now with Collins being suspended. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think the, that was a entertaining game. I'm such an AFC guy and like hate Brady and Dallas is Dallas, which is like, I kind of weirdly like them cause I hate the Giants so much. Um, so, but I wasn't that locked into that game. What do you mean, Herm? What, what are these? Why do you hate the Giants? I hate the Giants because I'm a Jets fan. And every Jets fan that is 45 years old should hate the Giants because you've seen them win four out of five Super Bowls. You've seen the Giant fans walk around like they're superior as if they did anything. It's not like you fucking put on the pads, Herm. And, you know, and the Giant fans are a little bit more, you know, like snobby. The Jets are more street. The Giants are more professors and Upper West. Yeah, yeah, Giants
2: are like an upper, like uh, they have have 401ks. Yeah, like
0: just the exact people I don't respect or like. And so, Got you know, yeah, that's it.
1: Okay. Might yeah. I was thinking a couple other quick top of mind. Please. Pittsburgh.
0: Like, I'm, f- wow. I'm so happy. Pittsburgh. I normally dislike you with all my heart, but big shout out. I feel that both Josh Allen and the bills are an overrated organization. And to watch that play out yesterday, Felt really good,
1: yeah. The bills not expecting to see them drop the ball on the first game
0: at home. With they were Uh, up 10-0, or I think at halftime, they should have locked that game in. That's a bad loss in the conference,
1: very bad. They were so solid last year, they just weren't losing games like that. Um, on the rookies' front, Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson like kind of got pounded. We'll talk more. I know about Jets. He got pounded around and was pretty tough. I thought he hung in there decent. I mean, they were sixteen nothing. Got a couple garbage time scores in. They
0: were not garbage. I'm going to say way, garbage said, time, but that's just not fair. That means you didn't watch the game. It's it was
1: garbage time though, right? Fourth quarter touchdowns.
0: No, fourth quarter touchdowns matter. The the second touchdown was with plenty of time left in the game. There's no garbage the, time
1: for a Jets fan. Is that what you're telling Matt?
0: No, no. I mean, I think I think Matt's point. I th- look. I picked the fucking. Panthers to win and Darnold over two forty eight, two fifty on my football show. Right with you guys on uh, Die Hard Dialogue. I'm going to be very straight here on this show. I'm a diehard fan. I'm blindly in love. Like I want to be 16 one. I think Zach Wilson's the next Mahomes. I want all that. That being said, I'll always shoot it straight. It just they weren't garbage touchdowns.
1: All right. So competitiveness level, you think is there for the? I Jets think the. Right now.
0: I, I think if anybody watched the game and were fair, here's what you saw. You saw why Christian McCaffrey is one of the best players in the NFL. You saw that the Panthers hit on a big monster play to Robbie Anderson, which, as you can imagine, as a Jets fan, was complete absurdity to watch Darnell yeah, <laughs> to Anderson. The, like, the stuff that, like, literally I lived for <laughs> yeah. 36 months ago was in my mouth. You saw that the Jets lost their left tackle. You saw that the Jets lost their starting safety for the year. You saw that they lost, you know, like they already lost a ton of people coming into the game. You saw a Jets team where their offensive line was completely in shambles against the pressure. And you saw you know, a game that was dramatically more competitive than people realize. I understand the Jets scored late, but there was plenty of time left in the game. Um, and the reality is, is that I, after watching yesterday's game, if you're a Panthers fan and you're fair and you think the Jets are a three and 14 team, then you know that you're a six and 11 team. I thought Sam is one of my favorite humans in the world on the record. I thought Sam missed a wide open tight end on the first, on one of the early drafts, uh, drives in the end zone, missed them wide open and then fumbled the next snap, which stopped him from a score. And I thought that he was, he missed Terrence Marshall on a touchdown pass. I thought he was just average with very little pressure. And I think if you're a Panthers fan, the Jets lost their punter on the first play, our kicker was punting the whole game. I, there was so much going on. First road game, adversity, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. They were up 16-0, Herm. And the game was 19-14. 16-0 at the half, at home, 19-14. I thought the Jets showed some grit. I thought Zach really played really well considering the fact, first of all, Elijah Moore dropped a 55 yard bomb. I had him, a fantasy team, I know, so I
1: noticed that was a mess.
0: Um anyway, nonetheless, I think that none of this excitement in the loss means that I'm like wildly excited for this Patriots game. I know who Bill Belichick is. I know that Mac played well. Yeah. I, I know the rest of the team struggled a little bit against Miami. It's a bad loss.
1: There's a lot of games, but this one will shape up the the rookie of the year a bit. Zach is eight to one. Mac is now the favorite, four to one. You know, not just getting the job, but then I, he had I, a really yeah, competitive I game. I mean,
0: look, Mac is Mac is seems to be a composed kid with good accuracy, um, and you know, there's a lot to be excited about in New England land. I can tell you right now, this Jets defense is not going to be the one that's going to baffle Mac. Yeah. So, if you're a Patriots fan, like you know, if there's some props on Mac this week, like I, the Dolphins defense is better than the Jets defense. And so, if he played well this last week, that bodes extremely well for him. Uh, And so, the Jets have a lot of work to do. Uh, That being said, if you watch that game, Zach Wilson made four or five plays that should have every Jets fan, because I've watched every setup since '82. There's been no Geno Smith, no Browning Nagel, no Mark Sanchez, no Sam Darnold. There's been nobody that's come through this stadium um, who's made a couple of the passes he's made last week. And now I understand why Romo, cause I kind of like passively, like I was, I was busy in August. I kind of like am tempering my excitement after how disappointed I am the way the Darnold thing worked out to watch Josh Allen, get that contract to watch Baker Mayfield play last night to see Lamar Jackson's being rumored for a huge deal. And to know there was five quarterbacks in that draft and Sam was the second one taken. And the only one that's underperformed is Josh Rosen outside the Sam. You can imagine how on tilt I am. So with all that emotion, I couldn't get high on Zach Wilson the way, you know, I would normally get. But to see what he did yesterday, I was very impressed considering how much pressure. That one drive where they, he threw for over a hundred yards on the drive because they started at the eight and there was a holding penalty. Mm-hmm. They finally started to quote unquote protect. He was slicing them. Yeah. like. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know how much. Were the, did you want? Well, you were at the open, so you didn't get the ALS. Yeah, I was the Patri-
1: watching the accelerated highlights on. Do we have if a sense that the Patriots
0: thing. were getting pressure on Tua? If the Patriots don't get pressure on Zach, I'm very curious if this could be a weird game.
1: Yeah, it could get weird. So, what I what I observed, I was watching the Mac Jones every pass. You know how they have mm-hmm. these like highlight reels. So they had these ones like every pass for Zach, mm-hmm. every pass for Mac Jones. And I was zeroed in on particularly that last drive where he like played well enough to win that game personally. You can't, it's a team sport. So like if your guy fumbles on the 11 at the end, like that's just what happens. Correct. But he personally stepped up and played well enough, I think, to win down the stretch. I'm when they were down.
0: I'm very concerned. Yeah. Like, concerned. As a diehard Jet fan, I'm very concerned that Mac is going to be good.
1: Yeah, he may be good. So it's next week, New England, minus five and a half at the Jets, over under 43. Have you looked at this yet? Have you got like a perspective on
0: playing that? Yeah, I got a hot take. To me right now, the thing that feels best is the over. I have a feeling that the over is really in play. The Jets, even though I just made this big rant about 1914, the Panthers did squander a red zone scoring opportunity. And I thought Sam played very poorly in the second half. The offense was poor in the second half for Carolina. Yeah. So I could just, and I kind of feel like Zach, if he gets Cole back, we didn't have receivers. Like if he gets people back this week, um, I could see the Jets playing better offensively.
1: Yeah.
2: Though I
3: think it's
0: actually the, Patriots the lowest
1: a, total of the week. 43 is the lowest. Next lowest is let's see Cincinnati, Chicago, 45 and a half.
0: If Justin Fields plays, that can, that could be an interesting one because I like the Bengals offense. All
1: right. And we talked about Elijah Moore, minus three yards so far this season. What do you think? I mean, is he I know that I'm very you're bullish. On very Elijah. bullish. What yeah. do you think next week holds? I don't for think
0: him? he I don't think he gets a whole I don't think he gets a uh I think next week he won't have an illegal motion or formation penalty that negated his forty thirty five yard catch this last week. And I think he catches his 60 yard bomb where he was open. Yeah. And I think he plays better. I think he had some rookie jitters and we're a very young team, the jets with a young head coach. And so, yeah, I think, I think he'll come together.
1: Very good. Anything else? NFL week one reactions? Yeah. I got
0: a lot of reactions. Let's do a quick little thing. Cause this is a props and drop show really quick. Let's go through the game. I thought Arizona looked remarkable. That's a scary football team, potentially. Uh, I thought the, I thought the, um, I was very high on the Rams and the Cardinals coming into this year, and I thought that played out. I thought that...
1: Yeah, we saw a 20K bet on Arizona Moneyline, plus 135 came in. A lot of big bets on week one. We I, talked about this last, yeah, I, last time. Most I, people are afraid in week one. but I thought
0: Urban Myers was going to have a Nick Saban NFL career. And I feel like more confident in that after this week. I mean, they played terribly. Yeah. I mean, how does Jacksonville do that again? I'd be dead if I was Jacksonville to lose that badly to such a broken team and franchise and situation right now. I thought that was atrocious. Um, what else? Thought I thought I think Giant fans need to be very concerned. Horrible. Uh, talk about another <clears> human <throat> being. I, we recruited at Vayner Sports Daniel so heavily, but like week season three. Week one at home against an okay Broncos team. That's just not exciting. That's honestly the Bills losing, the Bills, Patriots, and Giants losing yesterday, and Zach making a couple of those passes is why I'm not in a catonic state of anger today. Yeah. As a diehard. So I thought, I think the Giants need to be worried. I think Eagles, on the other hand, need to be excited. They might really have a quarterback. I think he can play. I felt it the whole way. I loved him. And I thought the chip on the shoulder that he had a transfer to Oklahoma was a great adversity thing for a kid that can play. I think that's playing out. What else? Um, I thought the Chargers win. Remind me, was that on the road in Washington? Road. Yeah, that was like, are you kidding me? A Chargers team going East Coast, always tough for those West Coast teams, against a really stout defensive. Like I thought that was a very good win. The Chargers win. Another notch for... Justin, speaking young quarterbacks, I thought Burrow, it was nice to see him come back. The Bengals, that's a nice win. Like, the Vikings, that's not, that you know, it's at home. They got a couple good calls. It's still a nice win. It's nice to get the ball to bounce that way. That was an observation.
1: Yeah, I think if he didn't get hurt last year, people might... Have elevated their sense of what he could achieve.
0: Oh, and how are we not talking about Vayner Sports' own Jawan Johnson stunning everybody with two touchdowns for the tight end position? I know a lot of daily fantasy are going to put him this week. We knew what the I, I always liked Winston a little bit more too than most. Um, that was stunning. I mean, that was shocking. That was in Green Bay. Yes or no? Saints.
2: Mm. Help me. Where were they, Herm? I think that was at Saints. Am I wrong?
0: Somebody help me here. We'll look this up right now while I'm looking
2: at that. The social content around Jameis was amazing. Incredible.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, That was a very shocking result.
1: It was funny. When we were picking the divisions last week, I went out of my way to make the point that Green Bay is always a good team.
2: Now I'm obviously not looking
0: very intelligent shocking result. Where was this game? Tracy? Yeah. What was that?
2: It was at Saints, but in Florida because of the hurricane.
0: Uh-huh. I knew it was, I was like, cause I saw Whoa, highlights. Yeah. I'm like, that's not, I'm like, that's outside. Got it. Um, yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Packers,
1: what do you think of this? 10 and a half next week. They're giving to the lions at home.
0: I like it. They got their asses kicked this week. They're pissed. The lions, really scored late. Talk about some garbage touchdowns to make it look better. The Lions at home against the Niners got beat the fuck up, you know? So I like that a lot, actually.
1: Smash city. I agree. They either show up and like really dominate that game or everyone's probably worried. Yeah. Very if, worried.
0: Yeah. I promise you if the Lions beat the Packers in Green Bay next week yeah. in Lambeau, people are going to be very worried. All right. What else? All right. Are we onto wait? We got to Wait a minute. We got to talk. What? Uh, onto what? The drops. Yeah. yeah shall well, think, we? No, because I think we should. Why don't we? Why don't you get some hot takes for me on week two? We we have to talk Jets Patriots a little bit, like an official prediction, right? Or do All I right. save that for my other phenomenal show that if you haven't picked up on new show, check it out. Uh, Die Hard Dialogues uh, episode two is gonna be dropping on Friday. This will drop when? What do you think? Wednesday, Thursday. Hopefully right before that. So please check out my socials for that. Subscribe. We're really excited. We're going to have a great show. Yeah, I'll save it for that. Yeah, we're never going to be able to get right. into
1: everything we yeah, want to. But yeah, the Die Hard, good. you Hard. know, uh, podcast with Jesse Cofield, who's like the Who everybody goat.
0: knows. She is the go- By the yeah. way, our chemistry was great. I'm super yeah. excited about working with her.
1: Yeah. There's like almost nobody I've ever met that I was like, damn, this person has a lot of talent and is really, really, really good. Like makes great content. Everybody knows her from the commercials because she can like flex into that as well. But I think her content is really, really good. So I'm glad she has this platform with you.
0: Thank you. Drops. Drops. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. You you thought I was going to forget. Look at Herm. Herm knew. Good job, Herm. I actually give you credit for knowing what just happened. Wait one minute. (laughs) <laughs> Kayla, <Kalish. laughs>
1: did he almost get past the Iowa
0: uh, State? the Iowa State Cincinnati. Cincinnati bet. are two weeks
2: in. This uh, I just mouth fuck.
0: Herm, how do you feel about our five thousand dollar U.S. cash bet? You've got Iowa State. I've got Cincinnati. Cincinnati has two blowouts and looking good. Des Ritter, Vayner Sports, uh, Heisman candidate. You on the other hand have Iowa State snuck out a bad win week one and got beat to hell in the rivalry game against Iowa this week. Thoughts?
2: I'll I'll read a couple of things from the Discord. Um,
1: Did Herm do his fifty hours of work on that game before he made the bet?
2: No, I thought I under I basically thought I thought Gary was like, "Hey, you want to make a bet? I don't know. I don't know <laughs> anything about this." let's just take this herm you want
1: in this is a lesson for the kids you don't it's just a lesson for the come kids, in everybody. bombing these beds yeah. with no research herm
0: yeah well herm took the math and the odds on iowa state were much I even, better i didn't than even look state. up the math
2: i don't know no, yes the you math did it's true can
0: we can we post produce the clip of the moment where <laughs> Herm? Made got, it <laughs> no i didn't hold on let me Kalish read this rattled thing the off Discord. or somebody rattled off the odds go ahead my friend wait for
2: it yak pack shout out to you ready yep Someone know Big Herm's props and drops screen name? I need to tell him how bamboozled he got. Gary took him to the cleaners on a bet. Right after that, Yak Pack. At Gary V. does Big Herm own a clownfish or a suckerfish? Because you, you just killed him on a bet. Iowa State's schedule is 500X harder than Cincy's. That's a horrible bet, Herm. Besides
1: Notre Dame, Cincy runs that schedule clean. Yeah. That's the I thing that, that a, got missed on this is: Does Iowa State have a better chance to win the national championship? Yes, but the bet you made was the record, right? The season record. I
0: still think Cincinnati, but is Iowa that State part has a it?
1: much harder?
0: Yeah, but much isn't that the point? point? I got a
1: bunch of hashtag yikes.
2: I got a. It's got a. It's <laughs> hashtag yikes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but good. still
0: early, and I think it can happen.
2: You want to um, take? Do you want to have the option to take your money out now?
0: Take my five thousand now?
2: No, it's not out. how this works. Cash, just out like, you cash out option now. What
0: does that I don't mean? Know, maybe you take like twenty eight hundred. I've never done anything like that. I haven't even sold an NFT or maybe a sports you take card 2, yet. I don't I play so long. <laughs> I don't even know what that means.
2: Cash out option could be like in the middle. It's like in the middle of a bet. You could you.
0: Now um, you had I'm. I'm doing this for your pain. Okay. I don't need the five thousand. I'm
2: debating how to pay you. I just drew
0: a pirate pig that I could wet. sell for eighty five thousand dollars. Why do I need to take your five thousand? Original art. Yeah, pretty nice. All right, let's go to drops. NFTs. Let's do it. Let's talk sports cards real quick. I've seen a nice little bump up 10, 15%. A lot of my friends are talking about. So that's been interesting. Video games continue to build momentum. Sneakers, I think is an underpriced arm and comic books with movies coming out still an underpriced arb. That's your little hot take on props, excuse me, on drops on like little things that, you know, you and I are so hot NFTs that that's gonna dominate for a little while here until we get hot on something else. But a little, I always wanna do a little hot take on what I'm seeing out there. And then finally, this Saturday, hopefully the weather changes, this Saturday, multiple town-wide garage sales in New Jersey, which means, that's right, trash talk, will be back. And so for the people that talk about not having money to buy an NFT or these things, hey Gary, I don't have any money, I still believe $100, which I really believe people can get to almost anybody that's listening to this a hundred dollars starting point in good garage. Sailing can become $500 within 10 days. Do that four more times. You could find yourself with 2,500 bucks by December. If you go to town wide garage sales and that then becomes a nice little bag to start something real. Yep. So I still think stuff I'll show you how to do it again this Saturday, which will air a week later. So garage sales always my ultimate drop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been doing too much there, but I broke some stuff on Big Night Breaks, the Boston, you know, some of my friends are down there. You know
0: what? I am definitely going to invite you to do an episode of Trash Talk with me where you're sitting with me and we will rummage through people's yards looking for $6 arbitrage.
1: Just to find find that value. Yeah. Yeah. Because what people don't know is if you can find the $6 arb... You can probably find the 600.
0: I will buy the New York Jets one day, all based on the things I learned at garage sales, flea markets, lemonade stands, and baseball card shows. And there is no doubt in my mind. Yeah. It's It's why I built one of the largest wine companies. Something that's never talked about in my career is one of the reasons I built one of the largest wine retailers in America was because I focused on wine collectors. It's very hard to get the 60 million, 70 million in a single store Unless you've got people dropping 15, 20, 100K on their collections. There's only so much $8 Pinot Grigio you can sell. So, yeah.
1: Trader Joe's shout out.
0: Yeah, big shout out to them. They do a good job with their wine program. Not as good as winetext.com. That's wine text, text.com. All right. Uh, you like that? No. What about Iowa State? You like them? Yeah.
2: I just did the math.
1: It's 10 garage sales equal 5K.
0: I love it. Right. I just did, I did want to yes. say
1: I pulled two Hulk Hogan rookies. It's on my Twitter. No. Yeah. Oh, I need. I bought 10 packs. It was like, I think, 1986 tops, WWF or something. It's 84, maybe. 85, I think. 85,
0: 85 tops.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they just had this box up. I broke 10 packs, two Hogan rookies. They're going off to to PSA. PSA. There's, I think that there's like seven PSA 10s or something, and they're clean.
0: Oh, by the way, we're filming this on Monday. This will air later in the week. For everybody who's listening, you probably just heard the humongous V Friends announcement. Uh, that dropped on Tuesday morning. Uh, would love to get your reactions to that anyway.
2: Do I go into it now?
0: No way. Can't give it to you now. Um, what do you got today for me?
1: Tell us the future lucrative <laughs> yeah. news. No, what do you got?
0: Sorry. What do we got, Herm? Anything?
1: Let's do just like a macro update on NFTs. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, um, a lot of chatter about what's going on. Lots of, you know, gas fees are really high. Market cases are a little slower than a couple of weeks ago.
0: your hardcore is take the take the floor. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so one thing I was looking at was, and everybody should do this. Google Trends shows you the search interest. So I load up Google Trends and just typed in nft and it's a u shaped curve starting in you know late February, early early March. If you remember when NBA top shots and some of these early programs started really, really going, this was pre. Even V friends dropping, yep. right? That's the peak really of Google Trends search interest on NFTs. Then it goes down like 90%, giants, like looks like yep. NFT interest is just dying off May, June, early July, and then it just starts rallying back. And if you load it now, it's a U shape. And the last week has come down maybe 10%, right? There's a little bit of a dip in the last week, it seems like, of just organic people checking into what's going on with NFTs. And I remember back in May, back in June, that's when I bought a lot of my NFTs, right? Everybody was, no, no one was really talking about it all that much. It was a weird time over the summer. And that's when I bought the most, like all of the CryptoPunks I have, almost everything I bought in that time window. And... So I think a lot of people are trying to make the decision, like, is this going to be another kind of like little bit of volatility here and there where it dips down, dips up? Or is this a signal that, you know, the market is too frothy? My first sense was the level that we we were at a week ago. We were also at in late February, early March, and there may be some volatility, but I think, you know, nothing is really raising my alarm bells too much. Can I just
0: say this? And I apologize. If you are in a place where the last eight days or 13 days of it not being ridiculous numbers, like, you know, a billion a week, if that's got you like, oh, it's over, like the paper hand, like I can't believe how many people have asked, but I can. And this is why why, why I wanna get on this subject. Way too many people. If you are in it to day trade in a gold rush to make fast money, please get out. Not because I'm trying to like, please get out old man off the lawn. Please get out because I think you're gonna lose money. And I don't want you to lose money. <laughs> yeah. Please, 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 please. Let me say this. There will be a catonic NFT winter at some point. I, I believe it. Yeah. There's too many projects that are gonna go to zero. And I love that people are starting to see these numbers where great projects like World of Women have done 150,000 in a day instead of 2 million every day. That's good. This is also about utility and long-term. Unlike baseball cards and comic books and art that are just collectibles, NFTs are non-fungible tokens that have utility underneath them. Most of the projects we see right now Crappy Crab Society and Happy Happy Hippo you know, Help Club, these are made up ones, um, they're not. They're just trying to make some money and promising that they're gonna make a TV show. Like that, that's why they're gonna go to zero. But society will be consumed by NFTs because every ticket to every sporting event and concert in a decade will be an NFT, every membership club. People will start learning how to use NFTs differently. I have a restaurant that's coming up where the NFT is the actual only way you're in it. Like there's so much going on. People are gonna buy homes in NFT form. People are going to, you know, have their gym membership be an NFT. It's contracts. Like, like so public wallets are gonna matter. You're gonna care if you're, like people are gonna look at people's wallets to see who they are and what they are. That's gonna be the flex, like a social media post. So this is long-term. This little window right now of like cute characters and four words to make up a project, that shit's going to zero outside of like, if board, like, the Board Ape Yacht Club crew, I have intuitive belief that they'll continue to make TV shows and good stuff, but if they don't, it won't. V friends, if I don't make people give a real fuck about Logical Lion, it will fail. Like, if if only because I think that I'm Vince McMahon and have followed Marvel my whole life and fucking followed all this shit my whole life and have always been intuitive that I'm the guy and I built this huge fucking global machine to make everybody on earth give a fuck about Patient Panda. Not the fucking conference. The conference could be over in three years. Me, do I decide to then make VCon a 10-year thing? Do I decide to create a... QSR, McDonald's type business around the, car- I don't know, but I know me. I know that people thought I started off as a stock boy in a liquor store. I know people shit on me when I started VaynerMedia that I'd never be able to pull it off. I know me. and that's, And that's what's gonna happen. Do you know who's driving the project? And do you know what she or he is capable of? Because if they're capable, those NFTs will be worth money as a derivative to the same way the first published copies of Harry Potter sell for a fuckload of money. The same way that the first Snoopy toys sell for a lot of money. The same way that if I find some RoboCop collectibles at a garage sale this week, I'm gonna lose my mind because they were once important in society.
1: So the main playbook doesn't change. It's find IP that you think the team can develop. That they can create value for the early. If we're talking
0: the current state, now you've seen things like loot and blah, and like people are really innovating. Mm -hmm. There's such bigger things to do with NFTs than just building the next Disney and Thundercats. I just am going to do that.
1: Yep. So the playbook of betting on the long-term, betting on the teams you believe in, finding the innovation, is Bored Ape short Yacht Club term. able to
0: stand up a Soho house where only Board Ape Yacht Club holders can get yeah. into? Like, you know, those are the things I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about that shit. Yeah. I want a V Friends clubhouse. I'm thinking about buying a whole fucking island, V Friends yeah. Island. And you can't come unless you're a V Friend. There you go.
1: This is the bet you make, right? Because you. Correct. This
0: is why you and Herm don't have enough V Friends. Yeah. Oh, you're you're a. P- Kalish is a real. <laughs> yeah, Kalish is a. I real... I'm top, He's a top. Probably one of the ten top. Collector. Yeah. And I'm gonna repeat my sentence. Not enough. And you're a piece of shit, Herm. You you what is the I'll tell f- you what, what is what,
2: the four P powder right now? 18 ETH?
0: Piece of shit for everybody's listening who doesn't know our dynamic, piece of sh- and know how my slang is. Piece of shit in my world when I talk to a dear friend means, brother, you I know you know. You're one of the few people I've ever met in my life that actually had a quick enough read on me that made me in reverse have a quick read on you and yet you misplayed it because I don't think you understood that the project was a way to like, it was, somebody said, I can't wait to Gary V IPO's V Friends," and I replied, I already did. What do you think v Friends was? It's how you bought, and by the way, lesson learned, when you hear somebody, it's what I'm doing. I believe in Danny Cole, this artist and his team I'm like, these young fucking hustlers are going to do it. That's, this is very public. Here's a push for creatures. Here's my push. Mom, give me my whole playbook of why I'm going to fucking win the whole NFT thing. Be friends, investing, the whole nine. Danny and his crew have it. I've seen it before. I've seen it in Maverick and LeBron's eyes from afar. I didn't really know them at the earliest stages. I see, I saw it in Scooter Braun's face from the early get. I fucking have seen it. I fucking have seen it. I saw it in Zucks' face. I saw it in Sokka's face. I saw it in Alexis O'Hannon's face, Kevin. R- I know what it looks like. These fuckers have it. That's why I bought creatures. Yes, I like the art. I like a lot of art. I think most of it's kind of cool. I like Friends art the best even though everyone thinks it's the worst because I drew it. Fucking drew it. So anyway, A lot of shit going on in NFT land. Can we use this? If everybody's been listening to us, please, this is big stuff. If you were fucking smart and got serious and knew who Jeff Bezos was and you're like this fucking guy, this is it. This is 1999 Amazon stock. You could have bet on Bezos. The shit would have hit the fan in April, 2000. And what you would have done if you played it smart and didn't bet money you can't afford to lose, you would have bought more Amazon stock in 2000. Oh, by the way, I'm talking about my life. I, only stock I ever bought just believed I was a retailer. I got a little lucky. I was young and didn't know this thesis this well, but had intuition yeah. and looked new retail. Cause I was selling too much wine for being a kid. So it's like, Amazon's going to sell a lot more to it's me. It's
1: a pretty good formula to take money. You're comfortable with it going to zero. You have put to put it in, but then the re- bet on winning teams where it's, it's why highly so likely to be I've always, successful. I've always
0: bet. It's why all these fucking things are in my office, Twitter and Tumblr and the Uber thing. Like, it's why I win.
1: So are you staying away from all of these sort of avatar PV, uh, the profile unless picture projects? Them. Unless you know the unless team. Unless I
0: know them, right? Like for example, I met with the Cool Cats team. We, we jammed, really liked them. Unfortunately, I didn't get a second meeting with them to get deeper, but intuitively like, I like this crew. They're hustlers, right? And then, and then it, it got to a higher plane where I'm like, okay, now I gotta really like get back to that project and really look under the hood if I'm gonna spend this kind of money. But with creatures, it was cheap enough. It still is cheap enough where I'm like, ooh, I really believe in this crew. Serendipity. The cool cats could have been a two hour meeting. I was just so busy. I only got 30 and I was like, okay, I like it. I like them. But I was like, I couldn't go all the way in, right? I think stoner cats is interesting. I think people misunderstand projects like, Mila and her production partner are legit people. <laughs> like, don't let them go out and make a legit fucking thing with their their whole production world and start like so you Yeah, gotta, What I
1: hear about this one is people think it's like a, a low effort cash grab from celebrities. I so, know what
0: people think. Like, people, how do
1: you distill the easy, low effort easy, from the real easy. the real project? I know
0: who Lisa is. Mila's production partner. Ready for this? 99% don't know who that human is.
1: No, I don't know who that Good.
0: is. Good. So I do my Kalish, most people thought Fee Friends was a cash grab by me.
1: So you, how do you distill that though if you're a regular person trying to figure out what to buy?
0: Lisa's been in the Discord. You're not a regular person. You're running a fucking trillion dollar company along with your partners. But if you're a regular quote unquote person, don't watch nine hours of football if you're trying to make it. And watch six hours of football and give three hours to discords and figure it out.
1: Yep. Work. So you think Stoner Cats have really kind of put enough info out there to build the confidence of a regular person
0: to no, support that no, project? No, I think I think Stoner Cats is a confusing project.
1: Like, what do they have to do to sort of prove to
0: the community that that's
1: a valid long They have to make to that Jane
0: Fonda-led show matter. But they've also alluded to making other shows. They're a production company. Right. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of how I look at it. I'm like, okay, they're talented for real. Yeah. I'm like, I remember
1: th- it was like deadheads, but like with a team of people, you know, all the people. Yeah. <laughs> sort and, of thing.
0: And like, and you could tell by their discord that they're not looking to go away. Right. But everyone's early. I mean, look at V. I I mean, VFriends was so quiet to like the market because all the OGs didn't believe in it. You know, my fans did, you know, and they benefited as the market keeps getting bigger and more people care about what I'm doing. But You know, like, this is why I hate when people buy things because I buy it or you buy it or Aoki buys it or Logan buys it or anybody buys it. Banks, like, do your own homework is something people talk about in this space. It's very real. Like, I'm buying out of, like, I'm the least person that should be followed. I'm doing, I'm, like, doing market research. I'm supporting people that I just want to help. I bought a unicorn project from a five-year-old because I got into a, DM on a Saturday morning with her mom, and I just liked the lady, and like felt like it was like a family that could use a boost of happiness. And the unicorns were cute, and I shared it with my community. Very transparent, I'm like guys, I'm buying. It. You're gonna see these. Uh, everything's public, so I'm like, hey, I'm about to buy 40 of these. Because if I was just doing it like I do my like my charity work, it, if there was no blockchain, I would just bought those 40 unicorns and moved on. The fact that people are gonna see that I bought the 40 they're unicorns. Never right, yeah. so then I go into my Discord. I'm like, hey, I'm buying this for one, now I gotta like hedge the hedge of the hedge. I'm like, hey, I'm buying these because this is a nice family and I just wanna make them feel good and they're nice little unicorns and whatever and maybe in 15 years this girl becomes a good artist or it'll be fun, but this is a kindness execution. And then people decide what they wanna do with that. But like, you know, Roham, you know, from, you know, Flo and, Topshot Shot talks about an on-chain project, the monkeys thing, late Saturday night at midnight. My buy some, because I like Roham's opinion and I like on-chain. I also love Jim from NFT42 and Avastars is fully on-chain. I love the on-chain gang. And like, this is like chain-chain, like no side, no, you know, you know, uh, no, no media on a side chain, like really on-chain. And I think that's some nerdy shit that might eventually be important. So I buy some to support it. Yeah, Because I want to support good behavior on projects. But like, does that mean that you should buy it because it's going to go up? Of course not. I always remind people, I'm a Jets and Knicks fan. Those are my choices. So yeah. you should keep that in mind when you think, like I'm buying, yes, I'm not looking to lose money, but not everything I'm buying is for the purpose of, there's even something scarier with following me. This is, you at least are a good transactor. 888 transact, oh, well, actually I don't know what eighty eight does. Uh, uh, Pranksy transacts. I don't sell. So almost everybody who's following my project wants to buy for a short-term flip. And they're following someone like me that rarely transacts or likes to really gather for like a year and then I'll transact. Normally on the, on the down, not even on the profit. Why? Because on the profits, I'm playing long. That's why I never sold my Facebook stock, which I fucking bought in 2000. Like, I'm play- if I'm in, I'm in. Like I'm telling you right, I'm Danny Cole, he's 21 years old. I legitimately think he could be a humongous contemporary artist and like a pop culture one where like the next Jay-Z or Justin Timberlake really fucks with him at 29. The fuck would I sell it for? Yeah. You know many people flipped Banksy's or sat?
1: Almost every sale of a quality project looks really bad right now. Still, even after the dip. I mean, the whatever percent dip over the last week. Yeah, if so you look I, back and it's like, I, I, what was I thinking?
0: I tweeted what? I tweeted multiple times this last weekend. I'm like, I love where the space is right now. I can tell people are getting a little more thoughtful. Yeah. There's a reason VFriends has been in the top 10 for the last two weeks. It's because people are starting to pick the strongest projects, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're looking for proof it's going to be around, I think. Um Gas. I've I've heard a yeah. lot of comments on yeah. social about the gas fees yeah. really like slowing people down as well. What is what do you make of all of that? You know, I've seen anywhere from you know 80 bucks to sometimes it's two hundred dollars to transact on Ethereum, do an open sea purchase Look, or something. And I've heard Eve, many people say that's like preventing them from jumping yeah. in the project. Well,
0: listen, that's an opportunity for Solano. It's an opportunity for Wax to do a better job in communicating their value prop. It's an opportunity for the other chains. It's an opportunity for layer twos and side chains to do things, right? You've seen yeah. Polygon, Immutable is always doing interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, DraftKings Marketplace is on right? Polygon. There you go. There's
0: Palm. You know, I think there's
1: so many proposals out there too. Like there's improving the Ethereum blockchain to wipe out a lot of the fees. There, Vitalik had the proposal of like side the, the layer two side chains where you can kind of port between them, but cut out the fees altogether. So lots of ideas out there, but it's so nascent. It's like, what do people look to for a, a solution to this problem? Here, here's
0: how I feel about this. People said things like, well, I'm not getting AOL because it's $2 a minute to be on the internet. That's expensive. Hmm. And then it wasn't. This is not even stuff I even think about. I mean it. I'm actually, I'm actually very lucky. because. The timing worked out for me because I promised you at 25, these, the gas prices would have been prohibitive, but luckily I worked very hard, had some balls bounce my way. And I'm at the time in my career where the price is not prohibitive. And that means more opportunity for me to load up on the relics and artifacts of this era.
2: I don't know if that's true though. The gas price is 50% of what you're buying on that day. You're not buying the NFT, are you? Of course you are. You're saying fuck it? Of course. Okay.
0: That was very easy. What just happened. People are emotional. They decided the gas fee is keeping them out. And I've always laughed at that behavior. I'm a net, net guy. My, I'm going to mint this NFT for 80 bucks or 300 bucks. And I'm going to pay 200 bucks in gas. Oh, I bought this for $500. If I decide it's a $2,000 asset, who gives a fuck? Now, where I have a lot of empathy, where I have a lot of empathy is you can try to mint, pay gas and not get it. Yeah. And that is a brain fuck. Frustrating. No, no. Can you explain
1: that to the listeners?
2: Of
0: course. So as you know, very hot projects, everyone goes to Mint. And the way the Ethereum blockchain works and other chains, if everyone's, because, you know, everyone's super excited about Solana and some other stuff, but there's no users yet. Even though it's supposed to be, we'll see. These are unknowns. But Herm, and for the listeners, first time, if you go Mint a project that's ultra hot, this is rare in the overall scheme, but very real for the real hot projects, you know?
1: Yeah. Toads. We just saw this with toads about five days ago. Everyone's trying to buy them at the same time.
0: Somebody tries to click the same one. Somebody else's gas was more than the other. The way it works is that, you know, the minting kind of the staking, like the claiming the mint, like think of it as minting. The moment is being done by a third party. They're choosing the more expensive fee to do their work.
1: Yeah, and so you, you see get, people so you racing don't get for it. the floor too. The f- <laughs>
0: transaction fails and you lost your gas.
1: Yeah, one thing By on OpenSea, C- I stopped buying the floor. If I want to buy the floor, I buy like the fourth floor. Me too. Because I don't want to get outraced right. and lose so my gas. What Cales just
0: talking about is now another project gets hot, but it's all OpenSea, it's not minting. Minting means the second it gets launched. Then it goes on secondary on OpenSea and others, and you can go find it and you want to buy it. When something gets hot three days later, nine days later, a year later, it gets hot, what Kalish is referring to is everybody again rushes to it and you're trying to buy the cheapest one. Kalish and I, after losing a lot, have learned, oh, if something's white hot at this exact second everybody's looking at it, buy the fifth one. Because that one you'll get because everyone's trying to buy the cheapest one. So just all learning curve, no different than anything. Re- re- listen, everybody who complains about this shit, remember when you complained, about switching to an iPhone because you were used to buttons on the Blackberry? You got used to it. You get used to, remember when you complained that you could never work from home? You got used to it. Remember when you were like, I will never wear a mask? You got used to it. I, I didn't even realize Dustin, as we're doing this episode, has been wearing a mask the whole time. That's how normal it feels. Imagine he did this 10 years ago, what the fuck's the matter? Like, you know? You know, think, you get used to shit. You'll get used to all the new rules of web 3.0. Including a lot less people getting scammed, I see. The, the story of like, don't share your seed phrases getting out there more.
1: Yeah. A lot more people being careful, watching out for, for the,
0: mm-hmm. you know. One thing that has caught my mind, back to Danny Cole, I, I was waiting for a young contemporary artist to do a PFP project. That's why I fell in love with Creatures. I was like, oh fuck, this is it. A kid who's a good contemporary artist on the, on the come up and he's made a pfp project right i found some other i found a female artist i'm in love with that you know is from vegas originally then grew up in upstate new york then lived in asia for a while that's like so i've been buying her stuff like i'm starting to you know there's obviously you know there's a couple of artists that have really stood out right the uh obviously a lot of people are obsessed with x copy i got super hot on plasma bears an OG project because Xcopy was part of it yep. I'm still very bullish on that Actually, I might buy some more plasma bears because I like yeah. higher price right now um so yeah, it's like like
1: one of the half now Xcopy is yeah.
0: really interesting so I think I think you're starting to see a little more maturity like some of the artists you're seeing photography go really strong
1: yeah you know the hardest part and you probably get this too because you buy a lot of nfts so people ask for feedback they're like what you know what would make this art resonate more with you, and I've always found that to be a really yeah, difficult question to answer because you hard. buy what you like, and so. Hundred percent. And why would you advise somebody to change their style to look what look like what I like? You know, and correct. So it's always been a really difficult spot to be in to give advice on. It's so creative, so subjective, and you see projects that speak to you, and you buy them up, and. Yeah. So do you have any advice for artists, people trying to make an impact, you know, photography, make, art, make, make shit just, yeah. that
0: you're proud of. Let the world come to you. Don't go to the world. Yeah. You have to die in your own sword first. Like do seven years of the world telling you suck before you conform. Cause it's your art. You don't even know how good I think my doodles are. I Every think day. Some of them are good. Every day. Thank you, Herm.
1: What's a V-friend that everyone thinks sucks but you think is amazing? I mean, like name most. name one Most. That, what's the best example of that?
0: You know what's so funny? The one I hate the most bad intentions cuz I was like frustrated how tired I was and did it as like a macro memey carrot jo- bunny yeah, one. Yeah. Joke I made with myself a lot of people like. Every time like like I get into like a acquaintance or casual friend or even friend about this subject, or new friends from crypto. I'm like, yeah, man, bad intentions. like, oh, I like that one. I'm like, what? In general, they're very basic doodles. I mean, there was a six-year-old that put up a photo today on Instagram and on social that I thought were printouts of my doodles, but she actually did them originally. So they're not the most complex art of all time, but they're me. Like there's daily V episodes of me doodling in the dew of the window, in meetings. This is my style. I think it's great. Jackson Pollock looks like shit. I can go get four buckets of paint and splatter it on a canvas. They sell for hundreds of millions of dollars. Not a million, not a 100,000, not 10,000. Hundreds of millions for Jackson Pollocks. Yeah. Fuck Mona Lisa, Kalish. I don't like that painting. What Herm? I don't like it.
1: What? I took a picture of Mona Lisa on my iPhone, so now oh, I That own means it. you own
0: it, right? I love it. That whole argument, I got. I actually got somebody with a much better version of it. They're like, they're like, Gary, no, but really, like, it was a good conversation. I said, brother, go outside. He was he was on Cape Cod. We had it over to holiday. He was really trying to figure out I said, brother, go outside. Stand in front of one of those little mansions on the beach that you're visiting. The friend of not not your friends. Go to one three doors down take a selfie with the house in the background and say my house. You're more than capable of right clicking a JPEG. It doesn't mean that it's yours. That's what the blockchain is. I actually own my CryptoPunks. Like for real, ha ha ha. Like I can press a button and sell and make money. Like you don't when you do that.
1: Yeah. No one's don't ever everybody able to fun of a little bow wow yeah. or bow
0: wow for making pretend he was on a private plane when he was on, a, remember, see all yeah. of you shaking your head. That's why, because it has to be true.
1: Yeah, it has to be true.
0: It has to be true.
1: So if you could buy, like, say you're a consumer, you have to pick one V friend that's going in the bag. You can only afford one. Which one are you taking?
0: It's tough. I would take either patient panda or... Clownfish. Empathy elephant, because I do believe consciously and subconsciously that they have the best chance of becoming Woody and Buzz. If you ask me what my running lead right now on the V Friends smash hit cartoon is, the two main characters in a Buzz Lightyear, Woody kind of scenario, Toy Story scenario, it is Patient Panda and uh, Empathy Elephant. With a sneaky one in accountable Ant brewing has not been a top character throughout. I just know that I'm falling in love with accountability and want society to go there more. I've, I have a really Eureka aha moment with myself that accountability is why I'm so happy. Mm. And I think everyone wants to point fingers and not thumbs. And I'm trying to get the world there. My mission with Friends, besides it being commercially successful and having a lot of fun, is to leave a legacy that gets to people think more about emotional intelligence. And I think a countable ant has a dark horse chance and there's an accountable ant eater. And I'm really, and I did that almost like weirdly, it was rare for me to use the adjectives often, I did a couple of places. So I think the things that I care about, patience and empathy are core, right? But like hardworking wombat, right? Becomes like a dark, like I'm, actually I was about to say I'm surprised. A lot of people that follow me have been very smart about which characters they invested in. So the astronaut is incredible drawing, right? Awesome. And like, no question, one of the hottest ones. But I'm not per se adventurous. A lot of people are. I will absolutely try to start an extreme sports brand called Adventurous Astronaut. I may start a BMX bike with, du- this is not, re- honestly, this is like super weird with Dustin being here. I've really fallen in love with Dustin as an executive. I feel he's very loyal lobster to me. We've had some nice, In not, we haven't had the big talk yet, but we might hear in the next six months. Great, and in my brain, I'm like, man, I could do like adventurous astronaut BMX culture with, with Dustin, and it could, and Dustin could like, this is how I roll, look who, Andy K used to be an intern, now he runs, he's the president of fucking Friends. Like, if Dustin like ran an adventurous astronaut park, wherever the fuck he and his lovely, wanna live one day, where we do off-ramping and bumper cars and like, I am i don't think people understand what I'm doing, Kalish. I'm gonna say it one more time. And as far as this taping, you have five, tw- 12, you have 16 hours to get one more. What's the floor? 17? Yeah, Expensive. something like
1: that. So the one but I you went out of can. my way, I, this is the one that I really just, I went out of my way to literally call you. This is one of the ones you owned that was from the mint that you never sold. And I was like, I need the, the diamond diamond hen the diamond hands hen it's too good in culture
0: aj called me last week and he goes bro
1: like, i would you sell it I, yeah. he goes
0: bro i am this is not a joke he goes bro i am so happy that you have the diamond diamond hens hand i actually think it's the best one i get pumped i know i'm talking to my brother you know like brother talk i'm like yeah bro it's fucking awesome i'm on my laptop i go to it and i go i don't own it forgot that i sold it to you yeah
1: you drove a, a decent negotiation at the time. It's worth more now.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is all goes back to that was uh, for everybody's listen. There was that one night where everyone's like, "Wait a minute, Gary sold some of his goes." I did because it's Kalish, and he was very supportive, and obviously a big business partner, a new really good friend. Uh, the big, the worst thing I, you know, the worst part about selling that one to you was my actually even closer friends all came to me and was like, "Yo." And I was like, yo, nothing. I'm not selling these things. He's like, but you sold one. I was like, fuck you. So like, I don't want to sell it. By the way, a lot of people were like, it's a cash grab. It's a rug pull. Somebody who doesn't even follow me jumped into a a thread in May and said, if this is a rug pull, why did Gary hold back 12% of all the V friends? I held back 1,204 goes. Yeah. I believe in myself the most.
1: That's the the incentive, the ongoing incentive. Yeah, but the diamond. But hands- this one, I yeah, I thought I went into it and I said I would pay like fifty or sixty ETH. To me, you mean with us? In my head, yeah, God, In my head, not, I'm, I'm happy thinking, to hear this. I'm thinking. I feel like Gary. You know, we're friends. He'll give me <laughs> a good deal. So I'm like, I'll pay like fifty and, and get the diamond hands head. And he's, I text Gary and he's like, I'm never selling it. So I don't even care. Like, there's <laughs> no number that that also and yeah we went back and forth for a little bit and landed on 80 which was at the time i believe at the time that was the biggest sale ever and then since then you've had a couple that went over a hundred right you had a hundred yep. um i think the um the alert ape and one other but at the time the no alert, one by had the paid way, 80 by the way for- you want
0: to talk about an underrated one alert a- alert ape fucking with the ape culture that one's gained a lot of steam in our world so is the orangutan, the 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 gratitude gorilla.
2: So if you sold that hen right now, what would it go for?
0: If today the same thing happened, I would have asked for a buck 50, ETH. Oh, like, yeah. just almost knowing, double? Double. I know the price in my heart. Like It was funny. I was just thinking that. That's why it was so easy for me. To answer. If Kayla shipped me up tonight and was like, hey, and that happened back then, and I think ETH is up a little bit from that moment. Yeah. It I think it's think down you're right. a little bit from- this last couple of weeks. You have
1: two absolute. Monsters. Monsters. I have, I think that they're literally both like million dollar V friends, both of them easily in yes. the future. I mean, right no, no, now, I, I don't it. know I if it. somebody, yeah. maybe somebody will figure it out and be smart enough, but I think, yeah, I think that they're. You
0: sold, uh, one of your sold? Gems. The other um, day? Did I see that properly?
1: Not, no, I'm keeping my big ones. The one I sold was, uh, I had a. gift a, it was a um like a rare something that I just picked up cuz it Along was it was too low. Yeah, you got to keep your eye out. Like people sometimes Peter I've noticed they'll happens. just post things at prices that I they should. Crypto
0: strikers every day for a Messi or Ronaldo at the right price.
1: Yeah, you just every see day. what happens. Is that You see it. If you have the time and energy to kind of like keep on top of the, I filter on recently listed. Correct. If you know the market, you that's have it. to be that's fast, that's right? That's right. So you have to know the and market. And for all
0: the kids that are listening that don't play at these levels, if you know the market and you know your project, whether it's Lazy Lions, whether it's Wicked Craniums, whether it's Pudgy Penguins, whether it's Creations, you know, create like you will find ARPs. Yeah. and then So you that's what happened with the Friend. It. Somebody 100%. listed
1: a. it was a rare for 11 ETH you're just but it's just off market, so I'm um, sometimes you just buy Her, things are that are looking off market
0: right now.
2: I'm looking at notes, I'm looking at the V friend floor. I think I need to buy another one. Here we go.
0: It's, I can tell you right now, it's better. I promise you, with every breath in my soul, the cash sitting in your bank account, if you have it, versus me on this, it's not even gonna be close. You may need the cash, and I respect that. I never judge another woman or man's cash flow and situation. These are big numbers. It's fucking, I'm saying to her, $54,000, is like it's fucking a dollar. I'm not, let there be no confusion. But I know a lot of people have worked hard, made good decisions, and do sit with money in the bank. And to me, this will outperform that. And as long as you still have the amount that's your rainy, I have a number in the bank, Kalish, it's just good business advice, life advice for everybody that I will never touch. It's just a number. It sits there, it's in cash. I will never touch it. It's if every single thing I'm doing goes wrong. And it's always been there. Used to be, be $10,000. Yep. There was a point in my life as a young kid where I saved my, by the way, that 10,000 I did not put into Facebook and Twitter. And guess what? I should've, but, it's, but I shouldn't have. But because, you shouldn't have. Correct, because I needed to know that. And everybody should have that. If First, you should get out of debt at all costs. Go garage selling every Saturday in perpetuity. Learn things, figure it out, get out. After that, don't buy a house that you can't afford. Almost everybody does that. Most people buy a house that's too big for them. And then they're living to pay off their mortgage. Same with the car. The car and the house fuck up everybody. They stretch, they stretch. And then what happens is they're stuck, jail because their lifestyle costs are too tough against what they actually make. Always buy a house and car slightly below your means. That's what I always did. Big fan of that. Very weird, because everyone thinks a house is your best asset. It's not, that's propaganda in the world that we live in now. And then after that, always have a bag for a rainy day. And then after that, bet with conviction in things you know. So if you know you – and things you – like, I love betting on things you love. You love Tesla. You love Amazon. You love Nike. And now we have this opportunity to bet on – I love Danny Cole.
1: You can bet on your hypothesis there. It's great advice. I looked at my – I have the same thing, an account that's the money that – it's cash. and won't move. And I looked, and it was 17% return in the last two years. S&P 500 is like 30% return. I was like, great. It's exactly what I want. Sitting in some yep. stupid thing. I don't even know what it is like uh, fixed income. Mine's or something.
0: like my, my cash is like dug in the back it's of the, like don't
1: lose this no yeah, matter like some what. Some secret property I yeah. own,
0: dug in the ground.
1: You need that. Because then you can take on some the, like, the part that's not there and on some bet Armageddon on yourself shit. on something that you think. Is Armageddon work. Shit. Like, like blast from the past.
0: Yeah, like the way I was taught by Russian parents. Like if America melts. You get to drive to this place, dig up your cash and get out of Dodge. Like f- not even like safety deposit box.
1: You just have a pile of cash hidden somewhere
0: in the ground. Yeah. In the ground. So now
1: we're on. announcing our official scavenger hut, treasure map hunt. Gary's going to be releasing By the, the, the way, treasure every map. Every
0: Russian immigrant or from the former Soviet bloc literally just nodded their head and said, I know. Yeah. I'm joking. Maybe. But multiple, multiple family members played that game through the 80s and 90s that I know of.
2: I love that game. Write it down somewhere. Okay, we're we'll wrapping it up. It's like a seed phrase. Oh, Take right. seven us, steps from yeah, the barn. I got you. Ready?
1: Listener League is
0: uh, Ooh, listener league. up
1: for week two. Um, dive in. Listen, here's how we're doing. I want to explain how this works. You have to go. Because if we put it up on DraftKings oh, yeah. in the main lobby, it's just going to get a million people who aren't listeners of the podcast in it. And then the chances of getting a prize are going to be less. So you can't see it in the lobby. You have to go to props and drops, go to Gary's social, go to my social, click the link. And that way, it'll only be listeners of the pod. It won't have you know, the millions you have of DraftKings people in. Yeah. Gives you a better chance. So that's why we do it that way. I know it's a little harder to find. So Can you go to search our it within social.
0: DraftKings or is it just too hard?
1: Private, direct link.
2: Direct link. For this so community.
0: Do we, we don't have our Discord up yet, right, for this. But we. But I'll share it in my Discord this week. Make sure you go to my Discord. Be friends.
2: Um, Tease right. for next episode. I do think we're talking a lot about how we research. You guys dive deep in founders of NFT projects. We should get some founders on. We should get some big name founders on. So if anybody has any ideas out there. Uh, shoot us an email, props and drops at DraftKings.com. Props and Drops at DraftKings.
1: Yeah, we did get a lot, a lot of ideas. Gary and I already saw five. You know, we're texting about it right now. There's a few ideas out there that are pretty yeah, interesting. We
0: we, I, we 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 really want some new projects and we wanna bring we're gonna bring in some bigger project founders so people can learn, but we also wanna do a little like I don't want to call it shark tank, but like some very raw, it's early projects. We're not doing as well as we wanted, or we're early. Just so everybody, all the creative people listening can learn from that. Great. Awesome.
1: It's a wrap. It's
0: a wrap. We'll see you on episode seven here shortly. Um, I'm Gary Vaynerchuk.
1: Matt Kalish. Good luck this week. Go 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 Patriots. Let's go. Go Giants. Mac, baby. Let's do it.
3: Age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com marketplace for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wyoming. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in New Hampshire and Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. 1 800 Next Step in Arizona or call and text Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 9789 in Tennessee. Available to play in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia only. Must be 21 years or older, or 18 plus in New Hampshire and Wyoming. For entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full details. Odds and lines are subject to change.